Okay, next to Quad. It's doing the Danico Squaw Gossi. I'm a guy in a Quad. My name is Julian Black Antelope, and I'm from the Buckskin Black Horse family, the Weasel people. And you're listening to Neil Before Pod. Neil Before Blog presents Neil Before Pod. afternoon or morning wherever you're listening from this is a very special podcast from Neil Before Pod with Angus Craig and me who are you I'm Natalie discussing and exploring some very interesting things which Craig is going to tell us all about on this magical Christmas special <gasps> cue magical chime music so now I've got to find magical chime music come on <laughs> creating work for me Chris to Christmas can handle it. Yeah. <laughs> Who isn't here? He is not here. Aww. It is the three of us this year. But yes, I'm Craig. I will actually be hosting this. It was just my Christmas present to Natalie to let her introduce. <laughs> You're too kind, podcast. Craig. Too, too kind. Too cheap, I think the term is. <laughs> so our Christmas specials have been varied. We have pitted Christmas movies against each other. We have played games where Angus oh, has completely exploited the mileage of that one game that he created over two years so he has nothing left because there are no more Home Alone films that he acknowledges yep it's been wrung dry yep that's it it's over so this year we decided to respond to a challenge brace yourselves everybody by we I mean me and you two went along with it the challenge came from none other than George Clooney who basically said in response to film criticism we we critique not criticise a lot of films on this podcast and George Clooney once responded to a critic by saying well where's your film so George Clooney I'm pretty sure you were talking to us so here we are we're going to do our own film we're not going to make our own film so Netflix if you want to buy this they probably will we can discuss this (laughs) or they can they can steal it because we haven't copyrighted it and we can't afford the lawyers to contest it (laughs) I'm already thinking Kickstarter Kickstarter. <laughs> so if you want to finance this film after you hear our premise, then please do just donate through PayPal and we'll make it to the highest standards of quality. I don't see it happening. I'm just going to crib the Ubisoft user agreement and stick that in the show notes and then we'll be covered, I'm sure. <laughs> well, that thing that nobody ever reads, so exactly, we'll yeah. get away with it. Yeah. You must agree to this or you can't play this game. And then you play the game, you think, oh, I shouldn't have agreed to that. This is rubbish. <laughs> Slay. Oh. Get it? I get it. Thanks. There's going to be a lot of these, I imagine. A lot of Christmas puns. If Aaron's listening, he'll be spinning in his chair. <laughs> oh, they're going to see in his sleigh. <laughs> <laughs> I actually haven't prepared any Christmas puns for this, so all of this is straight off the top of my brains. Okay. I apologise. <laughs> <laughs> so the original idea was to come up with a whole complete film from scratch, but I don't think we have enough people to do a proper brainstorming session. I feel really insulted by that, because I feel like we totally could. However, having said that... We don't have the time to do a proper brainstorming <laughs> Yes, and also this is just to make everybody high earn who listens to this because I don't get notifications on Discord. And so when you message me 
to say this is the plan that I've got and I read those four messages I was a bit like what the ho 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 is this this is some exclusive Christmas behind the scenes admin (laughs) content that all of the listeners are here for they really are so google how to enable notifications on discord (laughs) or just check it every now and again and if you're ever unclear on anything I've posted ask no it's not I just wasn't aware enable notifications (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, you're not getting that. I'm not giving you that one. <laughs> <laughs> so all the puns are going to be sleigh related because that's in their brain and they have nothing else. It's the only word we can think it's of right now. It's the only word I can think of. <laughs> also, another apologies for the listeners, wherever you may be. I have a headache, so I'm obviously not on my tip-top form, as per usual. And I'm trying not to be so hard on my elf. <laughs> that was a good one. You can have that. <laughs> We no, should have Aaron I mean, here grading the puns or just watching his head explode either way. Right, I really need to get thinking of other Christmas words. We'll get there. But anyway. It's pies. We need to start stalking to the matter at hand. <laughs> so I came up with an idea that fits our wheelhouse on Neil Before Pod, which is nerd stuff. And my idea is basically Spider-Man No Way Home, which if you haven't seen it, is where three Spider-Men come together. Oh, yes. To work together. For reasons. But this one is with Santa. So the basic premise is the Grinch decides to destroy Christmas magic across the multiverse and a group of Santas come together to stop him. The Santas that I have chosen are mainly the ones that I know of from the films I watch once a year. So we have Tim Allen, Jim Broadbent, Kurt Russell and David Harbour. Can I be Kurt Russell in this? I think Kurt Russell is going to be Kurt Russell in this. (laughs) What about... Richard Attenborough. He is no longer with us. Oh, so these have Wait, to be. What? This has to be possible. Well, this film comes out next year, so yes. Okay, right. I'm, I'm so that's finally why getting I, my head around this. That's why I can't be Kurt Russell. <laughs> because he's Kurt Russell. Because he's already Kurt Russell, and he's very good at it. I really don't understand. <laughs> but that's okay. I'm going to figure it out. They're basically the only Santas that I know of that are still with us. There are probably others. There's James Cosmo. He was in The Lion, the Witch and Wardrobe, but mm-hmm. he's only in one mm-hmm. scene. Santa's in The Lion, the Witch and Wardrobe? Yeah. He turns up and gives them their weapons. Oh, I thought that was Aslan. Wait, it's Aslan. No, he's the lion. Santa, listen. I should anagram Aslan into Santa, but it doesn't work. But our lead Santa is a new one, and we will possibly cast them. <gasps> and I have some ideas about that, but we'll Wait, get to that. What do you mean a new Santa? As in a new Santa in their own universe. The main Santa who's going to be assisted by these other universe Santas. Is it Kurt Russell? He will be one of them. He's one of the legacy Santas. Oh, legacy. Okay. He's such a good Santa. If you haven't seen the Christmas Chronicles, watch it because it's very good. I don't know if I have, but I'm familiar with his face. Yeah, it's Kurt Russell with a big bushy beard. Yeah. Wait, what's the film that's got the naughty elf that steals the glowing pink stuff and then goes to New York. Ghostbusters 2? And then... (laughs) Is it Elf? I don't know, I haven't seen Elf. No. Oh, I don't like Elf. Sorry, everyone. It's from the 90s or the 80s and it's got like a naughty Elf. And that Santa's a really good Santa. Okay. (laughs) What's it called? It's a very vague suggestion. I think I had it as a free DVD from like a newspaper. (laughs) <laughs> not as the original I'm sure it just used to be on an old school TV but I'm quite sure I've seen it recently because it was on like a free DVD from like a 
Yes, we were. I so, Craig, what's next? You have to collect tokens and send away for it. I oh, know. It would be in the... You buy it. It was sellotaped to the front of the Beano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, always hate flam- free gifts that were sellotaped to the front of the Beano. You'd oh. risk losing the front page. You just have to cut around the object. You get pictures of the sellotape of your refresher bar. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, anyway, man, I would love that. Our Grinch would, of course, be played by Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. He's the best. Right. He is thinking about retiring, but this could be his final role. Either that or a third go at Dr. Robotnik. I thought he was going to because he hated the film industry. Well, this will reignite his passion, I'm sure. <laughs> the role he was born to play. So hey, Jim, do you want to reprise a role from some years ago as a villain in this weird Christmas movie? So are we writing the script or are we acting it out? No, we're coming up with an outline. Writing the script would take far too much time. <laughs> <laughs> we're throwing the basic concept together. Yes. Okay, so opening credits. <laughs> no, we're not going to be that specific. We're storyboarding it. Yeah, oh. gonna... <laughs> and I should probably open some kind of note-taking software so that I can take notes as we go. Wow, you're actually... I love this. You're really going to make this happen. <laughs> <laughs> could happen. But we have some headings that we can follow that will okay. help us along. The genre is kind of superhero thing. That was the first one. That was before we decided that, or before I decided that this was a film that we're making. Do you think Santa is a superhero? Because he fits into those categories. Well, he will be in this. He flies. Or they will be in this. He can change size. He can be in lots of places at once. He's magical. In this film, Santa can definitely be in multiple places at once because there's five of them. Mm-hmm. I've never really thought about Santa as maybe the OG superhero. Well, who's older, Jesus or Santa? <laughs> can that question be answered in this film? I don't oh, think so. Jesus in this <laughs> I think we want to try and stay away from hot topics like religion. Just Christmas cheer, that's what we're all but about. Christmas is religious holiday not in the US it's not but they also say that religion isn't in their constitution or the government but that's also not true look this movie is about (laughs) selling merchandise to kids okay so just get on board what we need is four turtles and they're wearing different colours oh each Santa could be in a different (gasps) colour Santa suit well they'll all replicate their iconic looks from the things that they played Santa in Wait, what? According to you, but we're brainstorming yeah, this. Right. What if we want a blue I Santa, want, yeah. a purple Santa, White orange Santa, Santa, and red Santa? Red Santa. What about a green one? We could do that as part of a montage to show the Grinch wiping out the Christmas magic across the multiverse. Can the Santas be the colour of the Power Rangers? I was going with the TMNT angle oh, that sorry. you were starting there. <laughs> Plus, this way, they're more distinctive for the marketing, you know, for selling loads of toys. Because of their different coloured bandanas. And white. Yeah, because if you've got loads of red and white Santas, then the kids are like, oh, I've already got a red and white Santa toy. But <laughs> when they come in different colours, I mean, obviously they will be slightly different because each Santa looks different to mm-hmm. each Santa. But no beard, white male. I'm, I'm really thinking about this from the merchandising so, point of view. Well, often merchandising is done that has no relation to the thing that it's based on anyway. Mm, what? If you look at toys that were associated with cartoons... In the 80s and 90s, you would get toys that... This wasn't in the cartoon. No, but you'd get a cartoon made to fit the toys. Sometimes you would get things that were inspired by the cartoon. I remember I had Spider-Man on a spider-themed motorcycle and that never appeared. (laughs) (laughs) But weren't the Power Rangers created as a toy? 
and then it was like a show to sell the toy. Yeah, they were created as a Sentai in Japan and then brought over to the US essentially to sell toys. Same as Transformers. They were like, how do we sell these robot toys? Make them fight each other in a cartoon that no one ever wins. Mm. Yes. It's kind of nice that no one ever wins because it is like the real life battle of good versus evil. It's the real lesson. And then decades later, Michael Bay gets his mitts on them and stuff happens. And sells more toys. And Ninja Turtles. And we're back to Ninja Turtles. We're back to... Okay, so there are going to be orange, purple, (laughs) blue and red. But I think red's... That's fine. It's okay. Yeah. Maybe they can have different coloured sacks. No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking hats and cloaks. But maybe Kurt Russell even doesn't have Santa hat. He just has a bandana... Just like in, is it Big Trouble in Little China? It's pretty much every Kurt Russell movie he wears a bandana. Or a snake Plissken eye patch. Oh, After yeah. a battle with the Grinch, he's blinded in one eye. Yes, let's have that. Yeah, that's the Kurt Russell I want as Santa. Well, there we go. There's a bit of grit and determination from Kurt Russell's Santa. He's experienced this firsthand and he's injured. I feel like he'd be really friends with Jim Carrey though, so I don't know if you'd actually go after him if he'd destroyed Christmas. But it's not really Jim Carrey, it's the Grinch as played by Jim Carrey. Right, so they're acting. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And with the Grinch being involved, who is obviously green, I think that the multicoloured Santas are going to really play off against that in some of the really big set piece action Mm -hmm. sequences that we have. Are there any female Santas? Well... This was my idea because we need our lead, who is the new Santa. <gasps> the one who has no idea what's going on, is in over their head and is being guided by these new Santas. It's essentially into the Spider-Verse, but with Santa, at least in high-level concept. And what I was thinking for this new Santa to be played possibly by the Queen of Christmas herself on Netflix, Vanessa Hudgens. What? Oh, see, I was thinking more of a <laughs> Daisy Ridley type and we go for the Ray Santa Walker angle. <laughs> Can we do that instead? (laughs) But I mean, that might be a bit too on the red nose because she's kind of done that already. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't need to be branded a Mary Sue any more times in her career, does she? I don't know. I feel that more than the Vanessa Hudgens angle. This is where we really need Isaac's help because he's the king of Netflix Christmas movies. (laughs) Well, I'm overruled. Can we have Alanis Morissette back as God? (laughs) God's in this now. (laughs) Why not? It's our Christmas film. Okay, well then that's decided. We'll park that for now. I like the female lead angle. <gasps> I know, it could be Uma Thurman. And it could be like Kill Bill. I think we'd have to go younger than Uma Thurman. Pinch Grinch. No, let's go Uma Thurman. Let's what go about Uma Thurman. Maya Hawke? Oh, we could, but then that feels like she, she's her own person. Wait, 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 I'm thinking about this again from the money angle. She's hot right now. Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Various other properties. Mm-hmm. So she's going to be Santa. Yeah. <laughs> what's her name? Maya Hawk. Maya Hawk. Oh, I thought you meant the other one. Eleven. What's her name? Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, yeah. I'm sick of her. She's not in this. Okay, that's fine. But look, I'm really thinking about this from the big bucks angle. Wait, who's gonna is, Who's gonna wait, really draw in those? Wait, isn't those this viewers? supposed to be our dream Christmas film? Yeah, but I've just decided that I'm gonna go super corporate on it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my Christmas vision is not being heard or seen in this. I'm perfectly willing to listen to Although your ideas the and then Santos. shoot them down when it's not going to make us enough money. <laughs> I did get the multicolored Santa. You did. You thought of the TMNT Santas. Yeah. Okay. So you think Maya Hawk? She'd be cool. She's the daughter of Kill Bill 
And exactly. You've got some legacy there. Mm-hmm. You might even be able to get Ethan involved. She's on billboards everywhere at the moment, so her star is clearly on the rise. She was born in 1998, according to my Googling. Don't know why that's relevant. She just was. Maya Hawk, right. So she's going to be our Santa. <laughs> her possible origin story could be similar to the Tim Allen Santa, as in witnesses the death of the Santa in her universe and the power slash curse passes to her. Can't it be like Kill Bill? How, 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 how did she become Santa? <laughs> <laughs> through a Kill Bill scenario. Right, let me think about it. She is part of like a ring of Santas and then those Santas are bad Santas. Oh, do we have a villain Santa? We've already got hundreds of Santas kicking about. We don't need any more. Do we have a bad Santa like from Bad Santa? What's that guy's name again? Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, do we have him? Was he bad Santa? Who's bad Santa? Is he still alive? Billy yes. Bob Thornton. <laughs> yeah, he's surely still. Yes. Yeah, we could have we him. We need a bad Santa because needs... there's always got to be like an evil version no, of everything. He, I think it should just be like a cameo where they ask him for help, but because he's bad Santa, he basically does like a Wolverine turn where they saw him in the bar and he tells him to F off. We get that scene, but bad Santa. That sounds great. Yeah, I think it will be really funny to people that know that. The Maya Hawk loving crowd that have yeah, yeah. obviously seen this movie. What is that film? Black Christmas with an evil Santa and they just murdered everybody. There's also Krampus, which is a demon <gasps> Santa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're in the multiverse. I think you've got to have evil versions that are jeopardizing the intentions of the good Santas. And the newborn Santa. Krampus could be like a mini boss that the Santas have to face off. And Grinch chucks a big staff down from the moon and he's like, make my Krampus grow. <laughs> and then he gets big. The Santas have to come together in vehicles of some kind that we can market mm, moon to buggies, the kids. Moon buggies. <laughs> yeah. Sort of transforming sleighs. Yes. Oh, yes. Slay it. Oh, nice. The mega sleazord. What if it was like Scott Pilgrim, where it's just all the Santas have to battle against the ex-Santas? <laughs> I think you're getting off track here. What, what even is the track? I don't think we were ever on track. <laughs> but we've got our female lead in Maya Hawk, so we need a starting point for her. What do we think of the Tim Allen-esque origin where she witnesses the death of the current Santa in her universe, probably mm. at the hands of the Grinch, and... The power passes to her. I was out when you were saying that we were just going to take the bit, even though I've been pitching things that are from other movies, didn't like this replication of the Santa Claus power passing. But if it is through some kind of Grinch-related assassination, then... Then you're back on board. I'm back on board, because that's different. You know, in the Santa Claus, doesn't the guy just fall off the roof or something? I think Tim Allen startles him and he falls off the roof. Right. I thought you were going to go for then beat for beat that. magic no, no. hat. So what, she witnesses Santa getting assassinated by the Grinch. She's holding Santa in her arms, saying no Santa. Because she's a nice person, she goes to see what's going on and Santa says, you're chosen now, live with it, and then that's it. Do you know what's really in right now? Teen films where people turn 16 and then they've got magic. We just watched Hocus Pocus 2. It was so sad because it was trash. But (laughs) what if Maya Hawk, what are we going to call her? Santa. (laughs) new santa i think she should be born as santa but then doesn't know that she's santa until on her 16th birthday which is also christmas she comes from a long line of santas she realizes that she's from a long line of santa possibly her father who turns out to be a santa gives her up for adoption her mother she's a baby for some reason maybe some grinch related (gasps) is her dad the grinch 
What if her mum's Santa and her dad's the Grinch? <laughs> what we could do later in the film is have some kind of manipulation of archive footage to then include Richard Attenborough, who will be her father. No, I think, sorry to be so bossy, but I feel really passionate about this. What if her dad is the Grinch and her mum is Santa? Because the Grinch never really is Santa, although he does become a kind of Santa by the end of the movie. What if her mum is Santa? But why would the Grinch and, then, and Santa ever have exactly. consummated some sort they have, of and they've made, unholy they've wedding? They've made Maya Hawk and she's magical and it's her 16th birthday. She's inherited her Christmas powers on Christmas Day and then is like, oh my gosh, maybe it's Christmas Eve for her birthday and then she's right, got a Because I was thinking if she inherits them on Christmas Day, she's got a whole year to like gear up for it. <laughs> it could be like a montage like in Disney's Hercules. Ah yes, the most famous of montages. Or Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> or Pretty Woman. All of the montages basically it could be a year that's probably better than you've got 12 hours to learn how to be santa okay so jim carrey's grinch has assumed human form at some point no (laughs) (laughs) so she's half grinch kim she doesn't know yet she doesn't know yet so the grinch shacked up with this university's female santa oh who would maya hawk's mum be is uma thurman that is quite literal oh let's go literal Let's do it. What about Kate Winslet? Because oh. she would be a great female Santa of oh. now. It'd be pretty sad if she had to then kick the bucket to allow the next in line. Is this not going to need a lot of explanation to explain why the Grinch decided to shack up with the thing he hates the most? Yeah, you there's. have to explain love. There's definite prequel opportunities <laughs> here. Then you do need to explain love. That's going to be like Underworld, isn't it? We're going to do two films and then the third one will be a prequel that's yeah. mostly told in the first film. I'm not entirely sold on this. Why? From, I think it seems great. Because the starting point, as bad as it is, feels like the powers she's inheriting have to come from what's fairly traditional Santa-wise. Yeah. What do you mean? Because, I'm sorry, audiences, cover your ears right now, but most audiences are pretty dumb. Except you guys, you're all really smart. Except, yeah, you guys are still listening. I lean into my dumbness. You clearly know what you're doing. But you present them with already a female Santa who's mm-hmm. then passing on to a new female Santa. But we right. want it to seem like the new hot thing, the new hipness. So you need it to go from old, stuffy, everyone's seen portly, mm-hmm. cheery, chubby, regular Santa, Coca-Cola Santa. Pass that on to flip the script, young. Ooh, flip it at the start. And then, do you know what? What are we going to do? We're then going to introduce the traditional characters of the Santas to be her guardians in I, the montage. I don't know. As the representative of corporate interests in this brainstorming <laughs> session, I feel like I'm going to have to keep coming back to this. Angus is the money man. Yeah. I don't know what you don't like about it. It's just too radical. I'm not sold on the Grinch female Santa parental thing either but then imagine what it's going to be like we could do a whole star wars on it you know where it gets to the final battle if you want to do this years down the line we can get like your father and then she's going to be like what we'll get lars von trier to do some spin-off in (laughs) several years time cover that story then so are we back to the assassination of the current santa and then she gets lumped with the powers i want her to be born with it and she has to reveal the powers on her 16th birthday that's in right now I think heroes that are born into potential greatness are kind of boring. What? Because it's a bit of a chosen one type narrative and yeah. I'm bored of chosen ones. As much as I will look at the spreadsheet and say that that sells, we do like to be able to convince kids that anyone can be a hero and they don't have to be born into it. So she finds a magic object? So Natalie, your attempts to turn this into Sabrina the Teenage Witch will not fly. 
Why does she have to witness an awful event, though? Why can't it just be... Because it'll be definitive for her. Oh, what if she's a really good thief and she steals Santa's sleigh? What if a house lands on Santa? A house hurled by the Grinch. <laughs> and his wee feet just curl up and she has to take the ruby Santa boots <gasps> off of him. Yes. Because when she sees a crushed large gentleman, she thinks, I'm going to steal his boots. Yeah. But they're so shiny. No one's going to see that as being a rip-off, are they? <laughs> No, not at all. I thought the idea was to rip off of other things. I guess, and that movie's at least a century old. old. With the Tim Allen origin story thing that allows for a heartwarming scene later in the film where Tim Allen speaks to her and says, I didn't want to do this either. I had this forced on me, but I learned how to love it and now it's my life. That's true, they can relate. Exactly. That sounds really awful. At the end of the second act. When she's at her lowest point, when yes. she's questioning her worth and questioning her ability to why has this happened to me? I don't want this. Tim Allen then tells her, yeah, I didn't want to do this either, but then I did, and it was everything. I'm on board. I want her to be, it's a joyride. <laughs> I just think we're looking at different movies, Craig. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so are we settled on the origin then? Well, I don't know. What are you saying is the origin? I want her to have magic powers. Well, she will have magic powers once she is cursed with... <laughs> the Santa powers. Oh, can we view it as a curse then? Well, that's what I've always thought about the Santa Claus. It does behave like a curse in a horror movie. Oh, does the curse get lifted? No, I think he's still got it. In fact, there was a series released on Disney Plus recently, so he's still at it. If we're looking at subverting it, we should be that it's a curse that you get and then you have to try and pass it on to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> From a certain point of view, the curse is lifted once your mind becomes open to the concept of you being sent. <laughs> <laughs> Acceptance <laughs> is the true cure. Or if you're murdered. Yeah. Mm, I think you should be able to play a tag or something where they become Santa. That could happen in one of these other multiverses. And again, I see this being a different genre-bending sequel further down the line, or spin-off. What, where Maya Hawk teams up with other versions of Maya Hawk? No, I'm thinking more like we follow one of the Santas, maybe even Bad Santa, who's really trying to get rid of the powers. Just think Christmas and Santa is obviously too magical. It can go in so many different directions. So Maya Hawk's character, we don't have a name for her yet, we'll just refer to her as Maya Hawk. Yeah, Maya Hawk, that can be her character name. Mm, we'll need a <laughs> character name <laughs> yeah, at some point, but... We don't need it necessarily for this. But what does she do? So before she witnesses this murder at the hands of the Grinch to the as-yet-uncast Santa of her universe... She's just stolen Santa's sleigh. You want her to be a thief? Okay. I think that she should be from a place where she's going to learn and grow a lot and redeem herself. Is she a well-to-do thief who's just kind of lashing out against her stuffy background? Or is she like a street kid? Oh, she's a street urchin. From the wrong side of the tracks who makes good by and becoming nobody. Santa and eventually she was a thief and then when she becomes Santa, she gives back to mm -hmm. the people. Yeah, the more I think about it, I like the idea of someone who takes learning how to give. Mm -hmm. That's See? a good arc. Yep. Told you. Living on the streets or does she just live in very low-income housing? No, on the streets. I don't know. I think possibly just coming from a rough background. Again, I'm trying to think about this as a family thing. That's why I was thinking about landing a house on Santa because you don't want to see too much ultraviolence. This is going to be palatable for kids. It wouldn't be hugely violent. The Grinch would use some kind of green energy and that would be it. And then he's dead. Could she not be the street urchin and then it's like she works for Fagin? <laughs> Maybe she lives in a group home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she goes out and steals stuff. What if she lives in prison? <laughs> well, she can't really go out and steal stuff. 
She just breaks out and after a night of thieving just breaks back in. <laughs> just under her mattress she has all these riches. And also she's magic. I think that's good enough for a vague background. We'll flesh it out later or when we get the writers around the table we'll get them involved. Oh, I'm so setting up for that. So she lives in a group home and she sneaks out at night to go steal stuff and... I guess it would be around Christmas time. Well, Christmas Eve it would have to be because Santa's out <laughs> getting murdered. That's generally when he's out. Yeah. So she could be using the cover of darkness on Christmas Eve to sneak into wealthy families' houses and take stuff from them because she's bitter that she isn't them. We could see her doing it in one house and then across the street cut to the wet bandits. <laughs> <laughs> also cameo style. Oh, yes. <laughs> I think this might be getting too meta. <laughs> no, I think more meta, more problem. <laughs> I'm sort of envisioning this. You've got the street and she's on one side of the street going in and out of houses stealing stuff. And then you have Santa on the other side of the street going in and out of houses depositing stuff. Narrowly mm-hmm. missing mm-hmm. the Sticky Bandits. Were they ever the Sticky Bandits or just Sticky White Bandits? In Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, they were. Sticky Bandits. Yeah. Okay. So maybe it'd have to be the Wet Bandits then for that. That would be the Sticky Bandits or Wet Bandits multiverse movie. Mm. <laughs> Which I see as being kind of a Bill and Ted-esque affair. Mm. But anyway, that's <gasps> that's for another part. Is that part. how she finds all the Santas? You would have to get the version of Marv from Home Alone 4 or whatever it is as well. How, <sighs> how are all the Santas coming together? Is it in a telephone box? Well, they already have magical powers, so using their Christmas magic to open portals to other universes isn't out with the realms of possibility. Wait, what if it's like a Captain Planet situation where they've all got rings and they all activate them? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and she mm-hmm. could be Captain Planet. <laughs> not quite sure how that works, but okay. Well, why not? I dig your enthusiasm. Thanks. It's probably going to last for another 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> as long as that. <laughs> yes. And then it'll peter off and then I'll probably have a nap. And then we'll write the rest of the film. Yeah, and then... She won't be magic anymore. It won't even be my hawk. It would be a Christmas movie. It won't be a Christmas movie. <laughs> okay, so she witnesses this murder while she's out thieving. How's he getting murdered, by the way? The Grinch has reached this universe on his multiversal tour of murdering Santas and stealing Christmas magic. How come the Grinch wouldn't become Santa? Because doesn't it automatically transfer over? He just doesn't want it. He thinks he's killed this one, but he hasn't. Or at least not completely. He's only mostly dead. Or maybe part of his powers or his ray gun or whatever that he's developed. He knows that if you kill Santa, as in in the Santa Claus, that you inherit the powers. But his technology cleans that Santa out. He's going universe to universe trying to get rid of Santas and then pick up their Santa's powers. Wait, the Grinch can travel from multiverse multiverse? He can in this movie. This one can. (gasps) So he's tracked down this Santa. He's used his... Green energy or whatever it is to kill him, but he hasn't quite got the job done and there's still some Christmas magic left. Uh So he's a bit careless in this moment because he has to kill all the Santas in the multiverse in one night. He only has one night to do this. How can you do it when there's billions? You just can. (laughs) (laughs) This will be something that we hotly debated on social media after the film comes out. Oh, is Maya hot? It would be super easy, barely an inconvenience. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Is my hawk going to approach the almost dead Santa <laughs> yeah. and he'll have some sparkle glows about him and yeah. he will say... He'll have like glitter. It's down to you now. It all depends on you. Since you were unlucky enough to be here, this is your problem now. 
And then he'll take off his glove because it has to be through skin to skin transfer. Take off his glove with the last little bit of his energy and then touch her face and then be like, it is now down to you. And you'll see a little bit of the glittery magic jump from Santa to Maya Hawk. And then it can it be like a Cinderella transformation when the fairy godmother changes her dress and then she does a little Disney, I'm a princess, but it'll be like, I'm a Santa. And she won't be glad about it because she's just thinking, what is going on? Yeah, yeah. she'll be like, the fuck is this? That's what you get when you try and steal Santa's sleigh. One thing that we should make sure that there isn't is a corpse for people to find. So he dissolves into some kind of glittery magic. Oh, yeah. like, um, like a, I'm trying to think of another Like a Jedi, example. but with glittery magic. Oh, okay. <laughs> exactly. I was thinking of any villain in Disney. Oh, what if it's actually like stop motion, like in Evil Dead, and he actually deplasticizes? He just melts. <laughs> that might be quite gruesome. Oh, I think it'd be great, but you just make his bones colourful. <laughs> I think the glittery magic will possibly suffice. But yes, the glittery magic surrounds her, and then she's suddenly in a tailored Santa suit, one that is oh, tailored man. to her. That would look so good. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Can it be a contemporary version where it's like a trouser suit? Yeah. Yes. How cool. But it's all very fashionable and flattering. Yeah. Hot. Marketable. <laughs> exactly. It'll be on a poster, so it has to be. Yeah. What is the title of this film? Is it From Not to Hot, The Santa Story or something? <laughs> <laughs> what if it's just called Slay Girl? That sounds like a very different film. S-L-E-I-G-H, comma, girl. That sounds like a very different film. Mm. Yeah, I think we need a title. Titles can come later. You don't know enough about what's going to happen to be able to properly title this thing yet. Yeah, but I think this is how real writers make it. Working title is Blue Harvest, which was also the working <laughs> title of the original Star Wars. Slay all the way. No, you're making it sound like a Hallmark nonsense film. So after the Grinch murders Santa, does he depart before Maya ends up with the powers? So he doesn't see her get the powers. Or does he? Who, the Grinch? Yeah. Yeah, no, he hops away. He's going to hear it through the verse, I think. Yeah, he thinks the job's done and blinks out of there. Yeah, so what you have from then is probably Maya, or whatever we're going to call her. My Hawk. Just call her My Hawk, because it means if My Hawk's unavailable and then you end up with Vanessa Hutchins, you can still market it as My Hawk. <laughs> you see, it's I've, my got, Hawk. I've got a tagline, from grifter to gifter. Oh, oh. that's good, I like it. <laughs> That's why we need a title. Yeah, well, that's going to go underneath it once we work out what the title is going to be. It feels like the title does have to tie into her background. It also needs to make it clear that it's some kind of multiverse. Yeah, that's true. We'll workshop it later. So when she gets the powers and she has no one to tell her what to do, possibly an elf shows up. What if it's like in Beetlejuice where she gets a handbook for the Santa, but she doesn't want to read it because it's so big? Who's going to give her this handbook? It magically appears. That sounds familiar. Does that happen to Tim Allen? Does he find the instructions or something once he becomes Santa in the Santa Claus? I think David Crumholtz shows up. So do you think an elf should show up and say, you're Santa now, and here's what this means? No, I think that it should be a magical book. But that's just my opinion. Imagine how difficult this would be with six of us having opinions about (laughs) what different objects or ways or matrix downloads... Does this elf have any accessories or types of things that we might be able to sell with an action figure? <laughs> what, the handbook? <laughs> uh, mm, yeah, the handbook. handbook's not as cool for a toy. 
Well, it could be, since a sleigh would be nearby, she gets magically put in the sleigh, which then takes her to the North Pole. Oh, does she have to tell Mrs. Claus that Santa's dead? Because that would be so sad. There doesn't have to necessarily be a Mrs. Claus, does there? I know Tim Allen doesn't have a wife in the first one. Well, a Mrs. Claus wife. Yeah, I think we just avoid the whole grieving family aspect. <laughs> the Santa was a lifelong bachelor. Maybe he's just asexual. Yeah, also that. Tim Allen. Well, this one wouldn't be played by Tim Allen. Tim Allen comes later. <laughs> I don't know who would play this one. So she could get taken to the North Pole where... I think she should meet an elf. Someone should explain this to her so she can have that what is going on here type conversation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she gets a lot of information thrown at her. And possibly this elf doesn't know that the Grinch is out there murdering Santas across the multiverse. So he's wondering why, or she, it doesn't have to be a he. The elf is wondering why there's a new Santa and she doesn't know because she didn't really see anything. She just saw a big green light and then a dead guy. Aww. Are you thinking of casting this elf? Maybe that's what Kate Winslet plays. Yes, I like it. Initially, I was thinking, is it going to be Warwick Davis or Warwick Davis? But then I also thought Peter Dinklage has made some good points about not just casting little people in traditional roles like that, because there should be all sorts of opportunities for actors. And who's to say that the elf needs to be a little person? Indeed. So it was my own bias that was leading me straight to an actor who's played every little character in every Star Wars film. (laughs) I was going to say it could be like in contact. Jodie Foster sees everyone's her dad. All the aliens are her dad. Oh my God, is Santa an alien? No, he's just a person. (laughs) So the elf is Kate Winslet, yeah? Are we going with that? Yeah. And she basically explains what the whole Santa shtick is all about. But it doesn't go on too long because everybody knows. And so does she. And then we need to establish that the Grinch is out there. So Maya Hawk needs to learn about this. She Mm -hmm. needs to learn that she is now a target. Oh, could you do it through like a mirror, like in Beauty and the Beast? What if they've got some kind of high-tech Christmas tracking video screens and things in the North Pole, and they're like, wait, we're picking up something, moving at an incredible Grinch-like pace, and that's the only time that they realise that he's out there? That could work. But I thought he was in Whoville. But that also sounds like something I've seen before. But again, I shouldn't really worry about that, because a lot of this sounds like... Oh, (laughs) what is this? But he's supposed to be a myth. The Grinch isn't real, is he? Oh, yes, he is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, so they have some kind of detection, either magical or technological, we can figure that out as the film is being made, to detect some kind of Grinch energy. And Kate Winslet's really worried because she thought the Grinch was a myth. Mm-hmm. Which is ironic coming from her because she's an elf. I'm a thing that everybody thinks isn't real and I think a thing isn't real. Yeah, the Elven Council getting complacent. They just believe that the Grinch has been gone from the universe all these years wait if we've got an elf why can't it be orlando bloom or my favorite katie blanchet because kate winslet was suggested and i think it'd be great to have her in this thank you oh i feel like my film would be better plus orlando bloom playing an elf again that's kind of on the nose isn't it yeah it also means you have to have orlando bloom in your film and i'm against that why i don't know just something about him moving on so at this point i guess maya hawk should have her first encounter with the grinch and it doesn't go very well And she perhaps gets rescued by one of the other Santas. So an early encounter, do you think there needs to be that first act? She has no idea what she's doing type encounter. Yes. Several beats from it will replay in the final battle. She'll have gained so many more powers and understandings of her powers by then. She travels there by sleigh, but the reindeer don't like her. So she's swaying all over the place. Oh, can it not be like the Jedi or something where she's had... Oh, Kate Winslet's Yoda... 
and <laughs> she's had all the training, but she's still not quite a Santa yet. Well, she won't have had any training at this point. How not? Because she only just got the powers five minutes ago. Yeah, but time doesn't work that way in the North Pole. <laughs> Plus, I thought we were having a montage sequence. I think we need to have a montage sequence where she meets the Grinch. <laughs> in a thinks, montage? <laughs> no, 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 after the montage. But okay. she thinks that she's got all her powers. And Kate Winslet, as Yoda, is like, no, you're not actually quite ready yet. And then she's quite arrogant. She's like, no, I can do this. I can absolutely slay this guy. I'm from these mean streets. I'm from the mean streets of New York or whatever. And then she meets the Grinch and he totally kicks her ass, but doesn't kill her because he doesn't actually view her as being a real Santa. Maybe because he's sexist or maybe because she's not actually qualified to be a Santa yet. So he doesn't really care about her. And then he leaves and she's like, oh my gosh, we need to get this guy because he's actually the worst. And we need to make his heart grow two sizes. He's not only the worst, but he's also a murderer. <laughs> oh yeah, he's a murderer. Maybe it was an accident. Maybe he doesn't have strength. I don't think it is an accident on this storyline, actually. I take it back. And then maybe she's like, I need to go and get a telephone booth so that I can do <laughs> the Bill and Ted thing where I go and get all the Santas from the other multiverses and then we can gang up on the Grinch because she recognises that his power is just too great. How does she know about multiverse Santas? She read about it in a comic and she's <laughs> also right, right. seen it in the Avengers and stuff so she knows that it's possible. I think the Avengers films have made people quite smart in terms of understanding that multiverses can exist. So... <laughs> She's actually quite interested in that and she's been stealing books from the library. As opposed to just borrowing them for free. You don't need to steal books from the library. (laughs) But if she can't get a membership card because she's not got a home address. She does though, she lives in a group home. Okay. Or maybe she spends time there because it's warm in there. Anyway, she's been studying and she knows a little bit about the multiverses. And she's also seen lots of TV because she loves TV. And and she thinks it's not going to work, but she makes a phone booth with a coat hanger and an umbrella on top. And she's like, right, I'm going to see if we can Bill and Ted it. And it works. And she's actually able to get to prehistoric Santa. And she's able to get to other Santa. Prehistoric Irish Santa. Santa. I actually do like that idea. I'm pretty sure I've seen him on the Flintstones. <laughs> How Wait, is it just essentially Fred Flintstone with a Santa hat? Yeah. And a club? Oh, amazing. I just think that right there, I don't know why this isn't my job. I feel like I'd be really good at it. <laughs> I quite like your idea about the... North Pole being this lost in time, stuck in a moment of time type place. I hope you're going to say that you like all of that, Craig, because I honestly think that that was incredible. (laughs) There's some of it I do like, some of it that I think needs a bit of work, but you've got my synapses flaring here, so that's what this is all about. Woohoo! So the North Pole, that's effectively paused in time, which means she has all the time that she needs. I don't know if it's paused, but the sand in a timer drops very slowly it's also going to have lots of really cool gadgets and stuff in it i'm seeing the north pole play set but we're going to call it the north pole sleigh set (laughs) (laughs) and then we'll have the santa sleigh set as well yeah exactly multiple different vehicles to collect anyway continue and some of them you'll find in mcdonald's happy meals of course they still do toys and happy meals i don't think they do but the power of this movie might just bring them back Let's sell fast food to kids yeah go for it so the idea of time passing slowly slash not at all in the north pole is good because that means she can learn the basics because Mm -hmm. it's halfway through the night on Christmas Eve she has to finish the round that her predecessor started which means a bit of a training 
montage that shows her how to turn into coal dust and things like that, get down the chimneys, the basics, everything she needs to know. Mm-hmm. And then she gets sent in her merry way. And that's when Kate Winslet detects that the Grinch is there, but she doesn't tell Maya Hawk for reasons that we may reveal later. Oh, God. See, maybe she's in on it. Maybe she wanted rid of the old Santa because she feels trapped in this bubble of time and hates it. Are we going down the route of because the Grinch is her father? (laughs) Or she wanted the Santa powers for herself. Well, the Grinch has pointed ears and the elf will have pointed ears. Maybe. Planted. A Grinch-like spy. Or maybe it's an elf who wants the chance to be Santa. They've They've been been working for the guy. Potentially for millennia. Yeah. And they've been there and they've never been Never offered a promotion. We could have a joke about we couldn't keep up with demand on PS5s and all this. We could throw all that in. Can we set it in the future though? So it's like PS Epsilon or something. Have a load of Turbo Man dolls just in a pile in the background. <laughs> I like it. We need to do that. Just as a Easter egg for the fans. Christmas egg. Did you see an Easter egg for the fan? Because that was <laughs> funny. <laughs> There's more than one fan of that movie. I think you're the fan of that movie. So Kate Winslet's in on it. She detects the Grinch and she has that kind of knowing grin on her face, that little evil grin that's uh, sent her out to die. Good stuff. Can we do something really interesting with this film where it is a bit like a Star Wars and that it just ends and there's no conclusion and you have to wait for the next episode? No, because all of the Star Wars films end. They all have an ending. Mm. Lord of the Rings. It's like a Lord of the Rings film where it just ends and you have to wait for the next episode. No, I think we should concentrate on making one good film before we start planning out the ten part. I just don't know if that's happening. Oh, we were trying to make a good film. I think what we've got so far is decent. (laughs) How far through the film are we? We're sort of in the first act. Oh my god. No. So Maya Hawk goes to reluctantly finish the round of delivering presents because she sort of believes that if she does this, she'll never have to go near this nonsense ever again. And she's down for that. And then the Grinch attacks her and one of her multiverse Santas rescues her because she's about to get killed. Question is, which one? My thinking would be the David Harbour one because Violet Knight's great and he is ass-kicking. He is amazing. He's so capable. We'll have to take your word for that but I did like the suggestion of it being the grizzled Snake Plissken Santa Plissken mm-hmm. Kurt Russell Could be both of them. Perhaps they've teamed up. He's been trying to get out of this game for years. In the Christmas Chronicles movies, the Kurt Russell Santa loves being Santa. I just feel like I should have maybe watched these films before we did this. Because I'm just making it up. That's the whole purpose of this. <laughs> Welcome to showbiz. So do you think she could be rescued by both of them then? Uh, let's go for one. Let's go for Harbour. If you think Harbour, we'll go with Harbour. Is David Harbour the guy that was in Wizard of Waverly Place? No, but fans are going to love seeing the Stranger Things connection. I hadn't thought of that, actually. Yeah, he's in that. Oh, David Harbour! I know who that is. Wait, he's not in Wizard of Waverly Place, is he? <laughs> no. Unless he is. In which case, I take it back. Do you know what? There's probably a secret episode where he is. So, Harbour. So Harbour saves her. Says that he's come from his universe because... The Grinch is out there and he narrowly escaped. Maybe the Grinch destroyed his workshop. Base layer. Way home. Portal. Telephone booth. Well, I think they could probably just do it because they're magical. They get in their sleighs and the reindeers, they can open wormholes that take them between universes. You think Santas can just go wherever they want? It's magic. Why not? Why would you need more than one Santa then? One could service all Universes. universes. Oh my God. Maybe it's a battle royale of Santas. Because with every... Santa the Grinch kills, he grows more powerful. Maybe he's just being a bit economical because it's pretty hard times anyway. 
Maybe he's recognised that actually it's 50 people doing one person's job. Cost of Grinching <laughs> crisis. <laughs> I stole the idea of him getting more powerful from Jet Li's The One, which is a film I quite like. Mm. In that film, a version of Jet Li goes around killing all the other Jet Li's. Spoiler alert, I don't know if I've ever seen that. That's just the premise of the film. But as the pool <laughs> of Jet Li's gets smaller, the remaining ones get more powerful. Mm. Mm. It gets to the point where there's only two of them. And they're evenly matched. Because they've both killed so many. No, one of them's killed all but this other one. But this other one, just by virtue of doing nothing, has become more powerful because the Jet Li power gets shared amongst mm. all the Jet Lees. I bet they never saw that coming. Like it. Let's nick it. So the Grinch, with every Santa he kills, he grows more powerful because he absorbs magic. Although he failed with Maya Hawk. Because she's not fully matured yet. I think something happens that stops him from absorbing the dead Santa's abilities. Or Dead Santa's energy. So that's why he has to find where it went. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's why he's still here. That's why he hasn't moved on. What if the Grinch got trapped in this verse? Well, he's stuck here until he kills Maya Hawk, I guess. Oh, is he? When does Doctor Strange turn up? (laughs) (laughs) On a giraffe. (laughs) On a giraffe. We actually have a giraffe on our Christmas tree. I feel like it's possible. As part of our multiverse montage, we could have a sleigh that's pulled by giraffes. Oh, oh yes, right. Could we have a sleigh that's pulled Book by it. Benedict Cumberbatches? Well, that could be the Benedict Cumberbatch Santa for the cameo. It's just a cameo. It's just an image. A Benedict Cumberbatch pulled sleigh full of giraffes. <laughs> giraffe Santa. Mm. Giraffe Santa. Don't know if the budget will quite stretch to that, but maybe. Just CGI it, or you can get those cardboard cutout masks. <laughs> just stick them on a whole bunch of people. Just find a horse with the longest neck we can, mm. or find an actual giraffe. They exist. Okay, you've mm. talked me into it. I actually know somebody who's got a giraffe. All right, call them up. It's in America, though. Oh. Is it one of those they pay £4 a month to sponsor a giraffe? I think it's a real one. They're allegedly real ones. Those charities adopt a snow leopard and all this kind of stuff. Right, time is money. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> right, so she gets saved by David Harbour, who explains to her what's going on. And that's where we get our montage of the multiverse being attacked by the Grinch. And that's when you get all the random cameos such as a sleigh being pulled by giraffes instead of reindeer, stuff like that, to show you the breadth of the multiverse, the infinite potential, which is why our five Santas will be functionally the same. Are we doing five? So could it be like, do you know in Muppet Christmas Carol, each Santa could be the ghost of Santa's past, present and future, to show Maya Hawk the error of her ways? Basically in order to be an effective member of this team of Santas that's being set up, she has to change her ways and she has to connect with the magic, which is magic, that's fueled by the spirit of giving mm. instead of, as I said before, the predilection towards taking that she has before this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he, she was kind of a rebel before without a cause, and now she's a rebel who becomes a clause. <laughs> oh. Is that another tagline? <laughs> no, like a title. The title is, what is it? Rebel, rebel. becomes a clause. <laughs> Her character could be called Rebel, or she could just go by the name Rebel. She's such a rebel, Rebel. Exactly. <laughs> rebel becomes a clause. <laughs> Why don't your mother name you a rebel, Rebel? I don't have a mother. Oh, yeah. That's a little excerpt from the film. <laughs> <laughs> did you write that dialogue right now? I did. Like I Gold said, it should be my profession. I have no idea if that's what Maya Hawk sounds like. No, but she's doing like a Bostonian accent or something. <laughs> that's in New York, right? No. <laughs> Boston's in Massachusetts. Massachusetts. I knew that. Oh. Boston, Amy. 
What am I thinking of? Bronx. I was thinking of the Bronx. <laughs> if that was indeed a Bronx accent, then yes, sure. Eww. We're in our second act, so she's met a Santa. We need to figure out how she meets the other Santas. What are they doing? Why do they come into this? She's got a special horn that she can blow and it calls them like angels from the sky. Which she needs to know they exist. I guess the second act is them doing recruitment, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Building up the team. Yeah, they need more. So they could both rescue... Kurt Russell, who loses an eye. Yeah, but in a family-friendly Thor sort of way. Why does he have to lose it? Why can't it already be lost? So that we can get Snake Plissken Santa, basically. Yeah, I like that. What if he's a fake, That's though, one and for he the just dads. wears like, an eye patch? At one point, he lifts up the patch, and he's got a Christmas two, tree bobble in there. two eyes, and he's just like, <laughs> magic oh yeah, one. I just wear this. Well, I think his eye patch could just be almost like a Christmas tree air freshener. <laughs> Okay, we'll workshop that. So after David Harbour scares the Grinch off, he decides to grow his powers by going to other universities, which means that David Harbour and Maya Hawk have to go to other universities to then recruit those Santa slash save them from the Grinch. A la Bill and Ted. I think they just use the sleighs. Oh, I think it should be a phone box. This is set in like 2022. Yeah, think of how rare they <laughs> phone are. Phone boxes are full of pee. They don't want to be in there. <laughs> they always were. They always were. <laughs> yeah. They can just use the sleighs and the reindeer and that lets them travel between universes and then you get the Snake Plissken-esque Santa. What colour is David Harbour? Can he be a yellow Santa? kind of a fleshy colour. <laughs> what colour would he be? Orange? Purple? What colour would he be? You want him to be Michael Santa, Lou. <laughs> so we're going with multicoloured Santa suits for each Santa then. I really think the multicoloured multiverse. And then they can have a lame thing where they're like, oh... Yours is purple in your universe. Exactly. Like, it's like the signifier to the dummies blur, in the audience blur, blur. who are like, okay, they're all Santas because they got pretty much the Santa suit, but there's enough color difference here. So we're like, ah, the red one is our Santa, all the others, mm-hmm. different colors. And they don't all have reindeer then. So then one of them could have their sleigh pulled by giraffes. Yeah, one exactly. One of them could be on a broom. One of them could be by a phone box. They could summon accidentally not a Santa, and it could be a really awkward interaction with what other mystical creature is like a Santa but not a Santa? Easter Bunny. Easter Bunny, yeah, kind of like a cute little thing in Nightmare for Christmas, a little nod to that. One of them delivers presents in Anakin Skywalker's pod. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we've got a movie. The sleigh being dragged by the twin engines of the yeah. pod. <laughs> Although we might need to work out a merchandising deal with Disney on that, so we might want to shy away from that. We could just have it different enough so that they don't go after us. But maybe okay, Disney yeah. will be making this and it won't be a problem. Yes, once we've pitched it to Disney, we can have access to all of their IP. Yeah, one of them's in a TARDIS-esque device. Sure. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> so what happens next? They do the recruitment drive, and for some reason they stop at five because, I guess, things are getting too real. Too real, they too need to serious. take action. They need to speed this thing up. So they go to get Kurt Russell first, and he has his eye patch, and he's a bit grizzled, a la Snake Plissken. He's lost some of that Christmas cheer. Aww. Jim Broadbent never loses the Christmas cheer. He is always super optimistic, and it annoys them all because they're all grizzled combatants. So he annoys them all. Can we have a wrestler that's a Santa? Because oh, I do feel like all these things usually have a wrestler as part of their assemble. You're that- thinking... Dave Bautista. Yeah, I was thinking about Bautista, but I'm like, okay, Bill Goldberg, because he's definitely <laughs> he has a Santa He has film. played Santa in a Santa film. Well, Hulk Hogan also played Santa in a Santa film. Why the fuck 
have we not got Hulk Hogan? <laughs> We've got a whole this? tag team of Santas. Stag team? No, that doesn't work. Would we want Hulk Hogan? Yeah. Meh. Why not? Wait, is he bad now? I don't know. Mm. And Tim Allen, he can just be done with all this all the time because that's his Santa, isn't it's it? It's Tim Allen bad now, though. Are any of these people good anymore? A lot of this is going to have to go before the focus groups, I'm afraid. But once we get the feedback from them... Mm-hmm. I'll let you know. Okay. <laughs> don't know if Tim Allen's done anything bad. I think he's just done a lot of really rubbish stuff, such as That's a sitcom funny. where the premise is he has too many daughters. He's like, I'm a man oh. and I'm in a house with too many daughters. What do I do? That's hilarious for boomers. But his Santa's pretty good. Well, I've seen the first two Santa Claus movies and that was quite enough. But <laughs> the first one's all right. And his shtick in that is he's a corporate dad who neglects his son and he has to learn not to neglect his son by being Santa. Can we change it so that it's good and have him as it's Tim Allen from Home Improvement but he's also Santa? Well we'll be picking him up at the point where he's accepted his role so he has that meaningful moment with Maya Hawk where he says I didn't want to do this initially either but now I do. Can he also give us a little flash of a tool belt underneath that rope? I suppose he could. Ah. As long as that's all he gives us a flash of. I think that'd be quite cute. A little glint of a hammer. And we get one grunt. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so to recap our santas are tim allen jim broadbent kurt russell david harbour maya hawk as the new one and the grinch and the grinch is the enemy not and a santa bill goldberg the wrestler and hawk hogan if he's good so they've gone on a recruitment drive and they hang out at the north pole of maya hawk's universe that'll be their base camp yep <gasps> is she at universe Itty. We've already established she lives in a group home and <laughs> is a thief. Yeah, but she could still be at university. After you've graduated from the school of hard knocks, you go to the university of hard knocks. Yeah, but it's universe. Itty. The universe. Itty. The multiverse. Yeah. You keep saying that, but it's not getting any more meaning. They have to come up with a plan to bring the Grinch down. And it's right about now that we should reveal that Kate Winslet is in cahoots with the Grinch. Oh my god, no, I thought it was her mom. Maybe they encounter her sabotaging one of the sleighs or something and they have to be like, wait, it was you all along? Or she's trying to take down the time lock that prevents the Grinch from getting in. Yeah. Now that there's five Santas for it to kill in one place. This'll be convenient, this'll save them some time. They're all here. Or I don't know if they can be the final five Santas. There's none left. In this film, the multiverse isn't infinite. There's a finite number of universes. It's got how many? Five. We've got five. might go against the theory of multiverses. Yeah, Yeah, but it's all made up, so (laughs) we can do whatever we want. You've only got five multiverses. Plus, we don't want to limit the opportunities for spinning this off into many lucrative avenues. Well, you can pick that up later. You can have it be, well, we thought there was only this many universes. Turns out, way more. That's true. There can always be universes within universes. Wow. Basically what could happen is, they think there's only X amount of universes, and the Grinch is down to these remaining five. Could it be like in Stranger Times with Doctor Strange, where we know that it could be infinite, but we only need to see a couple to represent that? It's kind of where we're going, yeah. But you're saying put a limit on it, though. It could just be that the characters think there's only so many. They don't know about the other infinite number of them that extend beyond. But I thought Maya Hawk, Rebel Maya Hawk, had been learning at the library. <laughs> and is a keen moviegoer. You did say that a while ago. You did also say she likes TV. Then she can say, but I thought there was infinite universes in the multiverse. And one of the Santas says, no, don't be ridiculous. There's only like 60 or however many there's. And it turns out she was right and she shouldn't have listened to the men. 
She could be right, but as Angus said, that's one to reveal in a sequel when they find out there's way more mm-hmm. universes mm-hmm. than we thought. I think she should have instant validation because she is right. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't have to listen to the old white men of the noughties and nineties. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's more dramatically powerful if they think they're down to the final five. There's only these five left. It's the last stand. Or maybe all the other Santas are slugs and stuff, and so they can't actually fight anything. <laughs> they don't have limbs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're actually just like ethers or marbles, and um, and these are the only ones that are actually embodied Santas that can physically challenge the Grinch. Why did we bring Tree Frog Santa? Yeah. Well, it's Tree Frog. I mean, unless they're poisonous, but... The Grinch has got fur, and I don't think they'd be able to penetrate the fur of the Grinch. <laughs> Whatever the explanation is, they think there's only these five. They think this is the last Stantas. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're getting in on it. I like it. <laughs> but they encounter some kind of obstacle when Kate Winslet tries to sabotage something. Possibly whatever temporal magic is surrounding the North Pole, keeping the Grinch out. That's where Tree Frog Santa comes in. Tree Frog Santa can lick Kate Winslet and poison her. <laughs> I think she'd have to lick Tree Frog Santa. No, why can't <laughs> Tree just Frog... just be hurled at her, at her face like a yeah, ninja Tree star. Yeah, Tree Frog Santa can lick her. That's how it works in this. Okay, I like it. Carry on. <laughs> okay, Tree Frog Santa does serve a purpose. But he was so small we didn't realise he was actually there all along. It could be that they think they've lost and then one of the Santas has... Tree Frog Santa hidden up his sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> or Tree Frog Santa's been there the whole time, but no one's looked at him because the camera's never panned down to the Santa feet. Or people just keep walking past like, we're in the North Pole. That tree frog is clearly supposed to be here. <laughs> <laughs> or it's on the back of someone's... Wearing a Santa hat. I quite like the idea of Kurt Russell throwing a tree frog like a grenade at Kate Winslet. Yes. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. And that incapacitates her. It kills her. Because elves her react dead. very badly to tree frogs. To tree frog venom. Or yeah. licks. They're all genetically disposed to be highly allergic. Sure. I mean, she has to be dispatched somehow. She yeah, thinks she's yeah. defeated them, and then Kurt Russell's like, take this and throws a frog at her. What ring would the tree frog be wearing? Wind, air, water, fire, heart, <laughs> soul. Uh, it's kind of the heart. I feel like tree frog Santa could be like our baby Yoda. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's yes. a cash cow, yes. isn't it? A cash frog. Yes. My thoughts exactly. I can see the Funko Pop already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do it. But they're too late and the Grinch gets into the North Pole, but we need it to be some kind of empowering moment for Maya Hawk to defeat the Grinch. She has to connect with her desire to give. She has to connect with her powers and fully live up to her potential as a Santa. If the showdown is happening in the North Pole, which I absolutely agree with it should be, can it also be Kurt Russell's Santa morphs into Kurt Russell's Santa in the thing and actually there's an evil presence there and we've all misunderstood the Grinch and actually the Grinch was just trying to get to the North Pole because he suspects that there's an evil presence or force there and he's trying to destroy it but all the Santas keep cock blocking him from getting there (laughs) and he's like I'm almost there and he views this as a much bigger threat to humanity and to all of the multiverses can it have a twist can that be the twist i think keeping it simple is probably the best way we can't have us 11th hour reveal that kurt russell is actually a shape-shifting alien creature <laughs> no, what, not if him. We, what if we weave is in he the thing? 
What if we weave in throughout the story that despite starting out as a thief and a rebel against society, my hawk has always loved animals and had a thing for animals. And the other Santas weren't quite as in control of their Rudolphs and reindeers as the rest. They were kind of seen as workhorses or these were tools to achieve their Santa goals. But she's able to use her newfound Santa powers plus animal handling skills to bring the Rudolphs of the multiverses together, fire beams from their noses, combine those beams, cross the beams against the Grinch. and Captain Planet. Yes, exactly. I'm back on board. I love that idea. What I love is there's some kind of explosion and then in the smoke you see all these little red dots up yes. here in the smoke and then it's all the Rudolphs just emerge giraffe Rudolph all the regular other Rudolphs <laughs> tree frog Rudolph out of the Rudolphverse yeah just this stampede of Rudolphs yeah you're exactly right the visuals are going to be amazing with all the reds just kind Hair of lighting beers. up lighting up this cloud of smoke that's caused by an explosion of some sort yeah so the Rudolphs all light our darkest hour oh that's quite beautiful thanks I stole it from Optimus Prime oh and Natalie, you said earlier to defeat the Grinch, they have to get his heart to grow three sizes or two sizes. Is it two or three sizes? I think it's two sizes. However many sizes. In the Grinch, I think it grows three sizes. It, w- it begins two sizes too small and then, and then grows, grows three, sizes. three sizes. Because okay. then he becomes super caring. Mm-hmm. Which means that he has to realise the error of his ways. So a bunch of love beams come out of the Rudolphs. They hit him. They were like, never cross the beams, and then the beams cross. I think the payoff has to tie into Maya Hawk's arc, so it's some kind of realisation on her part. She gives the gift of caring. Yeah. Oh, maybe she cares about the Grinch. Maybe she asks him, how are you today? That's all it would take. That's all it takes. Someone finally showed an interest in me. Someone finally asked him, how are you doing? Throughout the film, the other Santas are just concerned with just killing the Grinch. That's all they want to do. Are Santas even capable of killing anybody, though? I feel like it's like a Robocop thing, right? Where you actually can't kill anybody. I think they could kill the Grinch. For the purposes of this story, yes. Okay. Or they want to. Whether they can or not is irrelevant, but they want to. They want to destroy the Grinch before the Grinch destroys them. And Maya Hawk's the only one that's saying, but we have to figure out what the Grinch wants. He just wants to be asked if he's okay and if he wants a cup of tea and maybe to sit down and a chat. Or they overpower the Grinch in some way. But he's very lonely. And she gives him a gift. All he ever really wanted was to be acknowledged. Could it be something mm-hmm. practical like an umbrella or... Turbo Man. Tupperware. <laughs> Turbo Man. You don't reveal what's in it. It's just a wrapped box with a bow on it. A cipher. Ticking. A MacGuffin. Is it ticking? What if she's tricked him? What if it's the head from Seven? <laughs> <laughs> in the box yeah i like it i like leaving it ambiguous because then the message can be the real gift was the friends we made along the way exactly what if it's a stick of gum and we're back at home alone (laughs) so she gives the grinch a gift which shows that she has learned the value of giving it's a whole packet of wrigley's and the grinch has learned that someone actually cared enough to think about what he wants and that engineers his defeat (laughs) yeah yeah And then can they sing a a song together at the end, like a little medley? There could be a song because Kurt Russell's Santa sings in Christmas Chronicles, so he could be the lead singer of a band of Santas. I just Mm -hmm, want it to be mm -hmm. Kurt Russell that sings the song. We could have that, but the others could be playing instruments. Kazoos. Kazoos. And a harpsichord. The chirping of a tree frog. Tree frog chirps. (laughs) And also... Maya Hawk forgives Kate Winslet. May she R.I.P. Yeah. No, she's just incapacitated. She doesn't have to die. 
Can Kate Winslet actually be presented as though she's an elf from Lord of the Rings? That's how I envision it. We can visualise it any way we want, really. Okay, We'll get the art department to do a few mock-ups. What, you mean Isaac? Yeah. Isaac, draw Kate Winslet as an elf right now for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, he's not listening to this. And I just have to reiterate that I would like Phil Collins to do the music. Oh no, God. (laughs) Yes! He did the music for Tarzan, and he did the music for... Brother Bear? Did he do any of the music for Hercules? I don't know, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Who did the music for Hercules? No idea. And Howard Shore. But that's a good point. In old school movie tradition, we should have an accompanying song that we can then market and people will buy. Mm -hmm. Make it Mm -hmm. the Christmas number one. Yeah. Okay. Because everybody cares about that still. Phil Collins. Isn't he retired for now? He'll come back for one more epic movie score. (laughs) It's just got to be the right film. I'm thinking Michael Giacchino, because he does everything now for the orchestral score. We would need some kind of contemporary singer to do the lead single of the film. Kate Blanchett. Whatever the number crunching algorithm says will make us the most money. I don't even know who's popular right now. We need Chris for that, I'm afraid. But someone contemporary and popular will do the single for this. And the song obviously plays out over the closing credits. Someone who's not a musician. Can Bjork do it? She's like the ultimate human. (laughs) You're right. She is not a musician. (laughs) She is a musician. She's incredible. I think Bjork should do it. I vote Bjork. Bjork and Phil Collins together. We'll figure it out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yes, the Grinch is defeated by Maya Hawk giving him a gift, which ends her arc, where she realises the value of giving rather than taking. So she fully embraces her Santaness, and it causes the others to rethink the way they've been thinking, which restores their magic. And they all live happily ever after until the sequel. Do we want the outpouring of Christmas magic to restore the lost Santas in the multiverse. No, but I would like the outpouring to be visualised either as when you'd complete solitaire on the PC or as Care Bear Heart's love. What, some kind of fireworks situation? Yeah. Maybe the lost Santas aren't restored, but we can show a brief montage (gasps) of new Santas inheriting the mantle. Yeah, so Christmas magic is restored in the multiverse, but the lost Santas are unfortunately still dead. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There has to be some collateral damage. Yeah. Yeah, because otherwise Amaya Hawk gets off the hook. Well, maybe she should get off the hook because you know what? She doesn't have to do that if she doesn't want to. But now she wants to. That's the point. As much as I like a totally inconsequential film, I don't want everything just be reset at the end of this. <laughs> That's true. But now Maya Hawk wants to be Santa and she goes back to her group home with a smile on her face knowing she has a purpose now for Aww. one day a year. Yeah. <laughs> the other 364 she'll have to figure out. Can it end with the playlist from Clueless? No. <laughs> Flat no. Well, I'm glad we were able to journey through multiverses to bring you a Maya Hawk extravaganza with so many Santas, so many possible dilemmas, so many potential paths to journey down in the future when we branch out to TV shows and doll sets mm-hmm. and costumes. Does anyone have any other sort of iconic visual moments that we could throw in? Craig, I think I gave you everything. <laughs> We have the red nosies coming out of the smoke. I think that would be amazing to see. I think that would be so exciting. Mm -hmm, mm That would be up there with endgame portals, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's going to be difficult for the marketing department to keep that out of the trailer. I'm going to do my best. (laughs) I don't want to show all the great stuff in there, but we do need to get people watching this, streaming it, buying tickets at the cinema. I think the trailer will be held together by just showing all the different Santas interacting, throwing a couple of jokes, 
Yeah, get all the good stuff in the trailer so you know that a little hint of tree frog Santa. Oh, I bet it's gonna be so cute. Must be tree frog. Must be tree frog. Through the recruitment phase, there would be various engagements, and you would get to see some cool Christmas fight move magic stuff going on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Can we call them tree frog claws? If you want. Or tree frog claws. Just be different. (sighs) That's what will be written on the box of the toy. It's basically just going to be used as a grenade. I can see it. The shot zooms in and you see this little tree frog in a Santa outfit. Tiny little tongue and it goes bloop onto Kate Winslet's beautiful face. Mm-hmm. And then she becomes, oh, do you know, like in Queen of the Damned when they're poisoned and then you see all their veins and stuff. It's going to be like that. But not too graphic for the kids. Graphic enough. And remember, she gets forgiven at the end as well. Versus. Reversible. Yeah, she's just unable to upset them anymore. You could have some kind of moment between the Grinch and Kate Winslet that gives you some depth to their relationship. Looks sexual. (laughs) (laughs) I think anything's possible. I don't think we should go down that route. They should definitely have at least a moment where they have a conversation and they talk about essentially their motivations because we need to be able to believe why she would betray Santa. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just fed up of working for thousands of years. In the workshop? Yeah, for 17 pence an hour, it's unacceptable. Being told to make more PS5s, and she can't make any more PS5s. Couldn't possibly make a single extra PS5. Not for 17 pence. (laughs) (sighs) Well, I guess it's time for me to say a very enthusiastic Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. We have our outline there. I think we've got the makings of a good film here. Woohoo! Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah, I'm going to be gutted when I wake up tomorrow and realise it's all been a dream. (laughs) We just need to work out who to send this to to get this done. Kate Winslet. <laughs> Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet's people. Kate Winslet's people. And Kurt Russell. We'll get this I've in production and out ready for next Christmas. I've said his name 20 times. Should we have a cameo from Goldie Hawn because she plays Missy's Claws in the Kurt Russell's <gasps> Santa movie? Yes. That's sweet. We need Goldie. Yeah. Oh, can Goldie be like another Santa, but it's an opposing Santa? Well, she's just Missy's Claws in those movies. Yeah, but that's those movies and this is a horror movie and I don't want it for that. <laughs> she could be Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be the post-credit sequence where it's just Buddy Christ from <laughs> just <laughs> winking at the camera. <laughs> Yeah, I'm here too. The Tim Allen universe needs to have David Crumholtz as whatever his elf's name is. Well, I can't believe we did it. We did it. Not bad. We absolutely did it. And We're geniuses. I think we really are, you know. If you want to see this film... Close your eyes and imagine. Please do reach out to all the movie studios and send them this podcast. Mm-hmm. Or if you're very wealthy, you could found your own production studio. Hire all these actors. Yeah. And pay for the film. I will write the script. I have some experience in script writing and I have written one short film that never got made. We've got some financial backing from monogramdoorknobs.com. We do. Thank you, Chris. I would like people to choose who they would like to be the writer on this. Because I feel like we've got different ideas. (laughs) (laughs) You want some validation or you want to be proclaimed head writer? Some of your ideas made it in. I did. I'm sorry. I just obviously felt like all of mine were the best. This was a collaborative process. We all got some and we all didn't get some. Gus, what did you get? I feel like the merchandising opportunities mm. were developed thoroughly and we <gasps> really are all were. going to get rich off the they back really, of this. really, really were. 
Or there's going to be warehouses full of toys that just nobody wants. That is also a possibility. Oh, capitalism. <laughs> we need to get in touch with Lego. They can make some kind of mm-hmm. Lego set. Oh, like a little mini set. Yep, yep. There'll be the Lego video game. Oh, they're always the best version of like everything. <laughs> I love them. The possibilities are endless. They really are. So we have come up with the ultimate Christmas movie. Oh. I think you'll all agree. If you want to see this... Please do let us know. Please do get in touch. You can get us on neilbeforeblog.co.uk. You can leave a comment. You can tweet at us on Twitter under neilbeforeblog. You can Facebook us. Is that a verb? It is now. You can do that on Facebook. And did we miss out any really important Santas? What Santa would you have had in this lineup? All five that I said. Well, I'm asking our listeners. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were talking about this. I was wrapping up. Leaving no. it open to them Do for they... participation. <laughs> yes, listeners, if there's any Santas that you would love to see being brutally murdered in the cameo montage of Santas being brutally murdered, let us know. And we will make it as part of our pitch. Because there's others. I haven't seen every film that has Santa in it. Oh, okay. wow. Thanks. If you enjoyed what you heard here, please do subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcasts. You will press a subscribe button, probably, and then follow us for the rest of time, if you want. And most of those places do let us have a rating and probably a comment as well, but definitely the rating. So, Natalie, how many Christmas stars should people give us? 45. <laughs> I'm going to say it's the same number of Santas you might want in a movie like this. Five. Okay. 45 out of 100. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Shots fired. <laughs> 45, though, it's many numbers. This has been the Neil Before Pod Christmas special. We've really enjoyed brainstorming this movie for you. Natalie, give the listeners your Christmas message. Skedaddle, you pesky folks. I can't remember what I said. What was it? Oh, Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. And a Happy New Year. You filthy tree frog animals. <laughs> oh, the little tree frogs. Angus, your Christmas message for the listeners. Peace and goodwill to you all. Hope you all have a very Merry Christmas. A very multiverse Christmas. Were you saying you? I was now. <laughs> <laughs> my Christmas messages I would like to thank everybody who has listened to us over this year and every year previously let's give a shout out to our super fan Violet Merry Christmas Merry Christmas Violet and all the other listeners but you're the most vocal so Merry Christmas Violet no this is only for Violet only for Violet but also Merry Christmas all the listeners we don't want you to feel left out we will be back in the new year probably with another news pod very soon into the new year that'll be happening but for now I would just like to say we hope you'll join us next time on Neil Before Pod and Merry Christmas Ho Ho Ho